Welcome to the 28th episode of the Schaefer Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Todd Schaefer. In this episode, I'll continue my conversation with character animator Chris Weem. The winds of change are in the air. Our family is entering a new season of creative life, and over the next few months, there's going to be some changes to the Schaefer Creative website and podcast. If you've been a regular listener, the most noticeable change you'll see is that the weekly podcast will become a monthly podcast. Producing fewer podcasts is going to give me the time to develop some of the new things we have planned for Schaefer Creative. In our last episode, Chris Weem gave us a historical perspective of his education and career. In this episode, I asked Chris to share with us some of the most significant lessons he learned in his career as a character animator. Um, I think uh, be fast. Yeah. Um, you know, there's always time to make the drawing pretty afterwards. <laughs> yeah, that's a huge, huge benchmark, I think, uh, yeah. that a lot of animators don't make until much later in their careers. Yeah. I think in the beginning, I was one to take the layout pose, put my own spin on the drawing, but spend a lot of time on it. Way too much time. Yeah. And uh, you would force your stuff, force your animation to fit into those layout poses. Yeah. Um, Which, you know, of course, sometimes you need to hit it. They want the layout pose. but, um, But at that time, I was so green. It's like, okay, I have to be on model. You know, that's like part of second year. It was like, you know, be on model, be tight with your drawings. But in actuality, it's kind of like blending the two together. You just got to be fast in the beginning, then take it down. Right. Tie it down, yeah. Yeah, we talked about this uh, with with some of the other animators, that, um, especially Phil. Um, the speed is so necessary for you yeah. to be thinking in terms of acting. And it's almost like um, like uh, what Stephen King says about writing. He says, your first draft is just complete garbage. Just don't expect anything good <laughs> to come out of it. Because what ha- where, where it actually sings is in the rewriting. That's where you pull it all together. And I think animation yeah. sort of the same way. You just got to fly through it and be intuitive and loose about it in order to get the performance. And then you come back and you do the hard carpentry work to get it, you know, on model. Oh, yeah. You like to say half the work is done in rough, but like... <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. So... And and the animators who don't get that, they're the ones who are stilted and struggle the most to get performance. Um, yeah. Yeah. You, you, re- you really got to loosen up in order to, to, to get good. And I think, you know, what's really cool about, about being fast and getting your stuff out really quick is like your mind kind of puts stuff together for you. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like if, if you're using construction, which, you know, in, in your first loose pass, you kind of half-heartedly are. <laughs> right. Right. Um, but, you know, you'll give yourself ideas like, you know, a little like thumb rub here on, you know, on a shirt or something or that you know, could very well just be a held cell if you wanted. Yeah. But if the character's struggling with something, why not put something small in there? Right. You know? That's true. That's yeah, because, like, I think half the time, I, it doesn't happen all the time for me, but uh, when you really get going, it 
kind of takes over. Yeah, it does in a way. You get into a flow, and it just it just takes over itself. I I wish it would happen all the time. (laughs) 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 But uh, you know, yeah, it takes a while to get into it. Um, Yeah, I've always found that the longer you spend on making a drawing on model and pretty and uh, strongly posed, you know, trying trying to get it down into the, the, the more effort you put into that drawing, the more you're not going to want to throw it away um, when you even know you're supposed to throw it away. It's too pretty and precious, yeah. so you try to make it work. Whereas if you're you're doing stuff real fast and loose, then you haven't committed a whole lot to it in terms of your time and energy, so it's it's expendable. And yeah. as long as it's expendable, then you can start trying other things. You can say, you can go into it and then you do, you do 12, 13, maybe 25 drawings real rough. And then you think, hey, you know what? What if I did that? And so you take that and set it aside and then you go do it again with, yeah. with uh, a, different, a different idea. And that way you're exploring. Like, like yeah. an actor's improving, and an actor will give two or three different performances and you can do that when you're animating quick and loose. But yeah. if you're slow and you're drawing and, you know, just to do that, you've you got to turn the ship and it takes forever to turn the ship. So you're nervous about ever second oh, yeah. guessing yourself. That's what I totally. think. I think once it's rough approved, like we're doing, I think that helps the animator's confidence too. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, yeah. All right, now you we'll can go for good. it. Right, totally. it's it's so intimidating to say I'm going to commit to this, because in the back of your mind you you don't have any security of of think knowing that you know somebody's going to look at that and just throw it all out or make the change yeah. that's going to destroy it. But, that's what's you know, really great with working with this company. Yeah, because they understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have to be able to do that to to get the level of performance that we need and. Um, I mean, why, why waste so much time uh, doing stuff in a direction that you don't know if it's going to work? Because even as a director, when I'm receiving stuff, I, I you know, you got to figure out, okay, is this working with this other scene? Is it working with the previous scene in terms of continuity? Is there yeah. a build or an emotional progression across 10 scenes that I got to be aware of? So the sooner I can get all that stuff in there and put it all together, the, the easier it is for me to make those decisions. And yeah. Uh, give the direct the animators the guidance that they need yeah totally and that's something uh, i think especially working remote that you really have to be careful of yeah because you're doing Um, it in a box (laughs) yeah yeah totally (laughs) like literally like 18 by 20 box (laughs) that's cooking with a computer and a couple monitors and (laughs) i remember the first project to two when i was i was doing about 16 hour days well not 16 maybe 14 i'll say I'd actually broken a toe without me knowing it. What? <laughs> saying, saying goodbye to my wife in the morning. <laughs> Going down the stairs, came back up, and, you know, around 2 in the afternoon, 3 in the afternoon, looked down. I was like, why is my toe sore? <laughs> you break your toe. And I know, know right? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it was my pinky. It didn't really, doesn't really do anything in a way, but it had swollen to, like, a, a big grape. Oh, my gosh. And I had uh, emailed... Paul was like, okay, you know, funny story. I kind of broke my toe. It's like, okay, did you fall? I was like, nope, <laughs> we'll get back to work. <laughs> so, <laughs> so good. Yeah. Anyway, what got me thinking about that is like, I would, uh, 
and go to sleep and I'd have a sketchbook by my, my bed. Uh, just cause if something wasn't working in the, on my line test, I would somehow think of it while I was sleeping oh. and I would sketch and make a note or whatever. Oh, that's good. That's great. Good and bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to be taking work to bed with you. Maybe that's why you, yeah. <laughs> you got it there and it's con your mind is starting to work. I got that sketch. Yeah. Do you do a lot yeah. of sketching in your sketchbook? Um, it, I do, but it all depends on deadlines, really. Yeah. Um, usually, when things aren't so bad, like when a show's starting, like what I usually like to do, if I had a perfect day, it would be probably about an hour, maybe 45 minutes of warm-up draw a bunch of circles and then i just use like the internet to like go to life drawing websites okay and i just gesture for half an hour like cool. two minute gestures tops you know and that's something i did at disney interactive when i was starting to feel the need to do something else because i hadn't life drawn in about six seven years well wow. <laughs> i was like oh my goodness <laughs> this <Yeah>. is terrible <laughs> Especially when you're used to doing like a minute gesture or whatever, and you go to try and do that without doing it for a long time. Yeah, you got to get back into it. Yeah, some horrendous results. Do you have any <laughs> anyway. uh, uh, other interests artistically or creatively that you do? Uh, uh, no, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's you know limited intelligence or what, but uh, <laughs> I, I just, uh, I just. It's you got all been... your eggs in the animation basket. Yeah, I, I suppose so. <laughs> or if I there's just... a Boston pizza around, you'll do another oh. shift. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> is there a Boston a... pizza in Kelowna? <laughs> yes, there is. Actually, the first place I moved into was like a block away. Oh, I was no. like, oh, God, no. Like I would walk past it every day <laughs> to go to the studio. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, it's always yeah. there for you, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> to be all honest, it's like, as you're working the shifts back in the day, you're like, man, I just got to get out of here. Yeah. But sometimes, like, you know, with the stress of doing this, it's like, man, that was nothing. <laughs> yeah. You know, you can't serve tables at home. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, like, you know, oh, six tables to set at once or seven or eight. Like, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you know. Yeah, oh. For sure. Yeah. So are there any books, animation books or art books that were really significant in your development? I think uh, a lot of them that have been mentioned, of course, like Illusional Life. Yeah. Um, uh, Drawn to Life. I just recently picked those up. Okay. Yeah. It's the Stanchfield. Yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> not, not a whole lot of pictures, like a lot of explanation, but he really yeah. talks about what's inside. Yes, he does. Which is, I think I've, trying to strive recently more get into um what else uh 50 years in the mouse house have you heard of that one no i have i yes i have heard of it i've never seen it yeah it's, it's very uh similar to drawn to life as far as like how it's laid out um just a lot of words and a lot of lectures about animation like so it's not a history it's more of a this is how you do animation yeah it's like a lost memoir of uh eric larson oh really yeah, it's really cool. And of course, like, he was basically their teacher in the end, right? Like, he stuck on, stayed throughout and, like, you know, took on a lot of younger animators and helped them I, develop I their careers, wonder, I guess. I wonder, when I was out there, and I spent, like, nine years in Los Angeles uh, in animation, and 
they would circulate these photocopies of the handouts from Walt Stanchfield. And yeah. I had one uh, one friend who had this big stack of papers that uh, were notes from Eric Larson. So yeah. I wonder if that made its way into 50 Years in the Mouse House. Yeah, I think a lot of it. Yeah, I got it right here, actually. Okay. <laughs> Flip through it. Yeah, like there's actually, I think there's like, yeah, there's photocopies of his notes, like handwritten notes in here. Okay, so it's the same thing. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So I've got it and I've read it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. I, I, I got to, to read. The, I got to read the manuscript before it was published. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, oh. What else is there? Um, there's uh, Eric Goldberg has an animation course book. Yep. Yeah, my kids have that. Yeah, it's it's pretty small, but I think you know it's another way of thinking, right? Yeah. Well, it's similar, sure. but he has his own unique style. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's all helpful. Yeah. Um, I think other than like actual written instructional books, I think it's really important to keep yourself inspired. And like, how do you do that? Um, just like finding artwork or like I have an animation book uh, from the Walt Disney Studios. It's just it's just photocopies of drawings. Mm. It's no no instruction in there. Okay. But it's like looking at their still frames. Yeah, that's just... true. That's that's something I, I try to teach whenever I I do teach painting or um, <coughs> animation of any kind. Of, yeah, you got to keep you you got to build this mental visual library of of work that you've seen because you you learn by digesting. And I think one of the great things about social media, especially something like Instagram, is that it feeds you. Yeah. Um, if you're following the right people, you get inspired every day with, with fresh and new material from people who are doing amazing stuff today. Yeah. And so inspiring and <laughs> intimidating at the same time. Yeah. It can be intimidating. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you're 14 and you're doing that? Good I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> These youngsters, you know, they're like dynamos. Yeah. They can be. Yeah. So do you have an Instagram account that we could follow? Uh, yeah, actually, I, I just started. Oh, good. <laughs> I, I haven't posted uh, much on there yet. It's just like street drawings or like, uh, you know, some of the warm-up sketches I did. I think I have like posted like five <laughs> five posts so far. And I just recently started like probably about two months ago. So what is your, uh, what is your Instagram? I think it's just Chris Weem. Chris.Weem. Oh. Yeah. Chris. <laughs> Keep it simple. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Chris so. dot Weem. Yeah. And Weem is W I E M. So, um, if you were to give advice to a kid, youngster, and as a teenager wanting to get into animation, uh, they were, you know, I mean, they're daunted. I mean, where where do they go for instruction? I mean, there's online classes. There's there's the community place down the street. Yeah. Um, what what should uh, uh, what kind of advice would you give them for starting a career? I think uh, if they do plan to go to a college, to to do your homework. Yeah. Because a you'll pro probably have to move. And B it's expensive. <laughs> yeah. Um, but honestly, there is so much information out there. Yeah. Uh, you just have to find the right people, latch on to somebody who is better than you are or want to take the same journey as you do. Um, yeah. Cause it's, it's a long haul. It really is. 
<laughs> be prepared for a lifetime of work. <laughs> yeah, that's something. Yeah, is something too, right? Because it's like people don't look at it as work, and it is work. What else would be ten hours a day, or you know, type of thing? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, and, totally. Um, you know, sometimes you go through those dry spells as well, where you're you're having to work at Boston Pizza to to make ends meet. <laughs> Yeah, you know, depending upon the market. And... <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, draw, draw, draw as much as you can. That's something else I used to do. Actually, speaking of Boston Pizza, <laughs> I used to when I decided to be an animator, I would go in three hours early, just sit at a table and drink free coffee and sketch. Oh, that's cool. From uh, like I think at the time I got a book by Brian Lemay. He Brian was teaching who? at Sheridan. Brian Lemay. Lemay. Yeah. He used to teach at Sheridan. He's, I think he was best known for designing like on Inspector Gadget. So he had like an animation book, a layout book, uh, you know, character design book. And I just, I drew from that, like, you wouldn't believe it, like, consistently. I think I might have read in his book or somewhere online that it was like, if you're not drawing three hours a day, you're not going to get better. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or I might have just made it up. I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds yeah, good yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. So yeah, what about a career? Just, what What is the career like? Uh, it's it's rewarding. It can be. That's for sure. Um, but you got to get go through some not-so-great projects. <laughs> yeah, you got to be willing to, to do the yeah. projects that aren't quite so special i mean everybody has to do that yeah i think especially when you start off you gotta once you get your foot in the door the first time i think it becomes much easier yeah and you you be you begin to build your network of people i don't i don't think i, I think i've only like really like sent out my demo or a uh a test once Really, really, it was all friends, friends who worked at a studio first. And it was like, oh, I know this guy. I'll give him a call to see if he can work for huh. us. You know, it's, yeah. Like, I, I built built a demo reel, like, just in 2016 when I was trying to land a project. So, yeah. I mean, it's I've been amazing. very fortunate. <laughs> it, it's amazing to me that you've been able to carve out a career in Regina and Saskatoon and Calgary and, and Vancouver. Well, um, not so yeah. much Vancouver. Vancouver's got a lot of stuff going on, but yeah. you, you've been yeah. able to do that for all those years. Yeah, but mostly in places where yeah. you wouldn't think you'd be able to make a living at it. Yeah, very happy. And, and, and to develop yourself at such a skill level that you have uh, is is phenomenal. I'm, well, I'm, I'm dumbfounded. <laughs> Thanks. Sometimes it doesn't feel like it, though. <laughs> we all struggle. <laughs> you we know? all have our struggles, but um, yeah. No, I mean, uh, you're, you're, you're really uh, one of the aces, I think, that, that uh, is around today. Oh, thanks. Um, being able to do the kind of work that you're doing. And, um, you know, I've appreciated being able to work with you. Oh, you as well. Yeah. I, 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 I appreciate the short, quick messages. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. The short, quick messages are a result of having five other projects going on at the same time and people <laughs> people lining up behind my desk for my attention so yeah yeah totally. so i sometimes i get very cryptic depending upon how busy my day is yeah and all depends who you're talking to right 
Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Do I got to be, you know, short and sweet or what? <laughs> yeah. Super blunt. Yeah. Yeah. Well. That's actually one thing that reminds me of life drawing. We had an instructor who uh, English was her second language. And just the honesty that came out. It was amazing. Like not everybody appreciated it, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, I think that's one thing I can appreciate, especially being remote. Is like tell me upfront what's wrong with it. Yeah, you don't want to and, be guessing. That that to yeah. me that doesn't serve any artist if you're leaving them guessing or leaving them without the information that they need to improve or to tackle the problem that's before them. Yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. totally. And if you have questions, don't wait and ask. Like. You know, what are you going to do? You're going to do what you think is right. Yeah, and then and waste all that time. Yeah. Send it in a day or two later. It's like, what do you, what, what did you do here? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, it takes a few times. Well, at least you only think it's a few times till you learn that lesson. <laughs> so, yeah. So is there anything about animation that, that you're really passionate about talking about or something that you, you're concerned about that you want to? Um, I, I think it's, well, I, most TV animation, um, I, I, I really strive for, well, the feature length, <laughs> obviously I, I really try and push for that quality. Yeah. Um, it's, I just wish there was a lot more projects that could allow the time to do that. Yeah. Um, but, uh. I don't know, take, take every project for what it is and learn from it. Yeah. Um, you know, say if you've got a flash show you're working on, try and learn exaggerated timing or how important poses are. Right. Because um, once you try and get it to the better quality stuff, you still got the poses there. It just becomes a moving hold, for instance. Yeah. Or something like that. Um, that really shows that the character is thinking, you know. That's right. Um, yeah, um, just basically, uh, learn what you can because, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know, it's, everything's a learning opportunity. Um, yeah, that it is. You know, you hey, did, you ever, like it. did you ever, uh, try 3d? Have you dabbled in that? Uh, very, very limited. <laughs> they actually had us do a little bit of work at Disney Interactive, uh, just to learn 3D because they saw that the 2D part of it was dying. So, uh, yeah, they just gave us some rigs, like uh, just a facial rig for, uh, you know, uh, lip sync purposes and do a little bit of acting there. But, uh, yeah, I I didn't really latch onto it very well. Yeah. Yeah. It's a different animal, that's for sure. Yeah. What do you think about talent? Well, I think uh, talent is something that uh, I don't really see it as talent. I think it's a. Uh, I I think you replace talent with curious. Yeah. Yes. If you're curious about something, you'll only get better at it. Right. Um, yeah, it depends on the depth of your curiosity. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. If you know, if you're gonna spend time doing something, of course you're gonna get better at it. But uh, to say someone's talented especially after doing it for how many years we have. Yeah. And, uh, well, you can just draw that in like five minutes, you know, <laughs> um, you know, why should I pay you for, you know, 
that's that's a hard pill to swallow, yeah, <laughs> in my really opinion. Is. Yeah. Most people, if they ask of something, I'll just I'll flat out say, "What do you want?" And they'll say such and such, and say, "Okay, that'll maybe be this much money." What? <laughs> you know, yeah. it just blows them out of the water. But if you're going to spend 15 years, whatever, developing your skill, right? You know, you know, if you ask an accountant to, uh, you know, just do your taxes for free, yeah. What are they going to say? Exactly. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, Brian Grazer wrote a book on his career, and one of his main mantras was uh, f- that he attributes his ex- his success to is his curiosity. Oh, yeah. You know, producer Brian Grazer, who uh, he produces at Imagine Entertainment with uh, Ron Howard. Oh, wow. Cool. And, uh, I really appreciate the time you've given me. This has been wonderful being able to talk with you. We'll have to do it again. Oh, yeah, you bet. After a year of uh, working together. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah, totally. We finally get to hear each other's voice. Yes. That's about it. <laughs> Looking ahead, Disney character animator, podcaster, and now animation instructor, Tony Bancroft will be with us in May. Thank you for joining the Schaefer Creative Podcast. You can find us on the web at schafercreative.studio. Music is by Lee Rosevere.